0: from america the last voice for the learned hardcore mma fan (laughs) i am matt the spiritual leader (laughs) for the mma fans in central europe with me as always is your preferred luke he is your transatlantic friend and now a youtuber millennial streamer whatever we never tire in the fifth round and uh, this is the anthony smith is fucking over it episode luke why the fuck are we doing this today
1: we're doing this today because the cffc president is as into sports cards as we are <laughs> yeah, that's that's correct today he, he pulled his cm punk card out of his suit jacket and forced cm punk to sign it on the spot <laughs>
0: That's that's a good that's a good move, man. And
1: it was hilarious. <laughs> that's a good move.
0: We are MMA Love, Love from America. Um you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, listen to us on every podcast platform on the goddamn planet planet. So please subscribe and leave us the best review you can. That has to be a please five do. star review. Follow us yes. on Instagram and Facebook. It really helps our egos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Matt does not tell me anything about how many
1: followers we have. I have to go and investigate <laughs> and follow. I have to follow us to even have a clue. Yeah.
0: That's how much we care. Because, I mean, look, mm-hmm. there are not that many hardcore MMA fans, and especially there are not many learned hardcore MMA fans. So we are a tight-knit bunch over here.
1: Yeah. And what we do like is... three.
0: Today, what we do is we talk about fights and stuff all around the fight game. So, this week happened a lot of a lot of things happened. So we'll talk about Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, season season five, week three. We talk about the maybe the best MMA promotion on the planet had their 100th event, CFFC. Then we'll, we'll dive into uh, UFC Fight Night Smith versus Span. I'll have a brief blurb about National Fighting Championships 5 with Maurice Abebe. And then we'll talk... You, you actually wrote something nice, uh, and I'll read it now. Bellator 266. A note to Phil Davis and a note to Yoel Romero. <laughs> then we'll talk CES... And that classic entertainment and sports Boston MMA promotion Titan FC rise debut fight series five update. Uh, we'll talk about MMA leagues because they are back. Yes, Jake Paul is back God. too. We'll talk about him. We'll talk of about course. We'll talk about one fighting championships. Briefly mention Nick Diaz month and then we'll we'll be way over. So that's enough. Yep. Yep. Lucas, where do you want to start? I want you to
1: tell me the thing about this weekend, this consumption of MMA that you love the most and start there.
0: That is that is so difficult because I have to choose between a a local standout, which is Maurice ABB. We talked about him before, he's in a in a German MMA tournament at the moment. A pro tournament and he NF, nfc is doing a tournament yes national fighting championships five
1: <laughs> rack the brett scott coker your brackets are spreading i mean look
0: and he <laughs> he's from a local gym from zurich and it's it's really amazing what that dude that dude is a i i mean I can't even comprehend how good this guy is in in terms of I mean he's raw and he's very young and he has he has ways to go but that dude has something in him you can't teach and it's it's an it's explosiveness and a will to fight which is it's it's incredible so it might be him but also I mean I had so much fun watching cfFC it might it might really be my my favorite promotion so <laughs> Why, why not take both? Nobody makes rules. I just can take one thing. I'll take both of these.
1: No, that's fantastic. Maurice is uh, now 3-0. and Dude. Or 4-0. It looks Dude. like he, he must have beaten Kennedy, and he he went to 4-0, and and he started in Buddy Clash, which is my favorite Swiss MMA promotion. All of ours. Sorry. <laughs> All of ours. Sorry, but I love it. <laughs> uh, especially because it makes an Instagram free stream for me to watch when I remember to. But yeah, it's, that's awesome. You you guys interviewed Maurice on the Mother Tongue podcast? Or correct.
0: No? Yeah, yeah, correct.
1: Fantastic.
0: The, Will the, you interview him again? He, um, I mean, we have to if he wins the tournament. Look, the, the interview with him was also something very, very special because the day after the interview aired, several people contacted me and told me, look, Matt, I had a shitty day. And I was really bummed. Then I put on the podcast, and this guy started talking, and I was getting pumped up and fired the fuck up. And I was so happy after listening to him. So thanks for that. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's that, awesome. That dude that's has an fucking energy. awesome dude. That dude has an energy. It's 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 very nice. So, what what did you what was your highlight of the weekend or the week?
1: I I. Yeah. Never thought I would say this, but I really like Dana White's Tuesday night contender series, Dancing with the Stars on Tuesday night show. It's really, really fun. Everything about it is something that I feel like I should hate, and then I I watch the fights, and they're so fun to to watch. Uh, I'm so happy that I have it on Tuesday nights. Um,
0: yeah, it rarely the gets, whole yeah it, it, gets
1: better. It, it it's like it's just the perfect timing. It has been the start of what is already shaping up to be a long week, and then I realized sometime around lunchtime on Tuesday that the Contender series is happening, and I know that I'm gonna know nobody, most likely, or maybe like maybe out of two out of twelve fighters I'll have seen on LFA or CFFC or something. And they had but, a,
0: sorry, they had a, a a picture up during the CFFC broadcast, and I think they were about. Ten people that went on to Dana White Using a Contender series and twenty people went on to the UFC. So yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. you have seen them, but, but Yeah, but, like I've seen end, Mo Miller. Yeah. I've seen Mo Miller. And
1: maybe I've seen Jack Della Maddalena, because that name seems very familiar. And then maybe I've seen lukas Brzezinski, but like most of the time it's just like so nice to be like, okay, you know what? It's five o'clock on the Pacific Coast. Time to stop working. Time to watch some fights, do some chores, clean the house, make the dinner, and see these people just absolutely go for it because they want a contract so bad. Is that good? Is that bad? There's a lot to say about the pay structure and the contract structure of the UFC, but it is definitely a great product for making fights happen. Why don't we? And even even the even the decision, the unanimous decisions most of the time end up being totally entertaining banger fights.
0: Why don't we start then with Dana White Two's Night Contender series? Um, ask me ask me one ask me what I thought about Dana White 2s Night Contender series.
1: Tell us Matt, what did you think about it?
0: <laughs> contracts had to be handed out. They did. Oh shit, I was gonna do some math about that. Alright. And, right. and contracts, do that. contracts were handed out, man. <laughs> this yes. this week again I think it is five <laughs> contracts out of six fights, so Dana really, really needs that cheap labor. He does, he and does, and there is
1: things to say, and I will say them. Soon.
0: It's like it's like it's sad and nice at the same time because, again, this week I did I I think the female fight just mean Yasuda against Julia Polastri maybe wasn't a good fight. But all the other fights were just bangers and very good fights. It, like you said, even the the two decision ones. Um we had a rare card with no TKO or KO, but um three three jokes. Or let us say two mm-hmm. jokes, two rear naked jokes, and one neck crank, which you don't see that often. So again, again for all the people listening, if you if you don't if you do not watch Dana, Dana White's Dana Tuesday Night Contender Series, you're doing yourself a disservice.
1: The the uh, the first fight, um, it only wasn't a banger because Julia Palastri should be like at 105 pounds, not 115 or 125 or something. Like she seems super undersized. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, yeah. I didn't I didn't love. I agreed with Dana on this. He handed out five contracts and he did not give one to undefeated Mo Miller, who they really talked up in the pre-fight. Mm-hmm. Mo Miller, Mo slams, Mo Money. Uh and and he he hurts the guy and then goes to the wrestling. And he hurts the guy and goes to the wrestling. Yeah, that's and nice. that was that was my note was I really I really wish Quinlan was here to teach this man. When to wrestle and when to smash somebody.
0: I mean, you can hate the you can hate the structure that that this show sets up because if you don't go in there and just basically leave it all out there and and work for the finish tirelessly and get the finish, you might you might not get a contract. And uh, yeah, you can hate it or you can love it, but that's the that's the rules of the game in in this show. So don't that strategy of Mo Miller. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, you got you got to know you can use wrestling. But you gotta know when to yeah. smash a guy when he's hurt.
0: Especially you know when you've got a guy hurt. Especially not at Bantamweight. Because there there it's really it's really something you have to bring something else to the table in order to 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 stick out. So sorry, Mo Miller.
1: Yep. But you know, he'll be back. Yeah, of course. When you when you're when you're suplexing dudes and knocking them out, <laughs> you'll be back on the contender series. Uh, I did my, I did my math. Mm-hmm. The last uh the last disclosed uh pay for Alistair Overeem. Do you know what it is?
0: For Alistair Overeem.
1: Yes, the last disclosed pay in the UFC was 350,000.
0: Three
1: 400,000, yes. Base. Yeah. And then he was released two fights later off the loss to Alexander Volkov. 400,000. Mm-hmm. Base Pays the show money of like 40 contender series fighters in their oh first god. UFC fight.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that's... you
1: can give out contracts all season long, baby. Because you let Alistair Overeem, Fabricio Verdum, uh, someone else, Jacqueray, uh, someone else who was paid a lot, all go. You, you're saving yourself. I mean, if, if Overeem fought, yeah, he fought twice in 2020. They paid him a million bucks in 2020 just to show up.
0: That is that is good MMA math. We have a problem with MMA math, but your MMA math, dear Luke, is very good. I'm, I'm, I'm all about the numbers, man. Respect. Respect for your for your MMA math.
1: Thanks. You can find those numbers I just referenced on Tapology. I cannot find what JP buys or Cheyenne buys have gotten paid to show up in the UFC yet, so if anybody knows. Hit us up on Instagram and let
0: 50 us know. 50K, 50 Gs, baby.
1: Yep, Cheyenne got her 50 Gs. JP definitely has not nope. gotten 50
0: Gs. <laughs> Sorry, um, JP. Good, good fights on the card. I, I'd recommend you watching Jailton Almeida. He defeated Nasrin Nasrudinov mm-hmm. um, by submission. A, a naked joke fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff by Jailton. Nobody expected this because you had because you had this, the dude, Nasruddin, and of course you thought that he'd just wrestle bang this dude, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. Nope.
1: He looks so surprised. He's <laughs> great. <laughs> I mean, look, they had... I was surprised too.
0: <laughs> Nasruddin landed more significant strikes, more total strikes. He even, but, but the, yeah, the, the, the strange thing was that Jailton or Jailton had more takedowns and more control time. Mm-hmm. Only an only one submission attempt and finished the dude with a rear neck joke, which is, an, uh, that was a huge upset as well.
1: Yep. Durayev, uh came in and did the smashing, got yes. a neck crank submission.
0: At least one dude did the smashing out of the region, so... Mm-hmm. He landed like uh, he landed like eighty strikes, eighty total uh, strikes. Um, Bitten Court landed about ten out of fifteen attempts. So that's like, did he, did you uh, you, know, you know what's up?
1: I think there was I think there was a real concentration of charisma on this contender series. Yeah. Jowton won, and he 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 kind of danced in on the octagon for a while after he finished. Kind of did a dance for the desk and for Dana. And then uh, Dariaev one talked some mad shit about everybody. Gave Dana a back rub as he exit as he walked behind him. Uh, it's just a lot of like a lot of dudes in really good moods doing weird shit. Yeah. It was pretty great.
0: Yeah, Jailton's dance was something I'd I'd like to emulate one day.
1: He danced all the way all the way to the post fight interview and then with with Laura and then kept dancing. And Correct. It, was, it
0: was good stuff so very very excited about childton and what he can do um, also I mean we knew about Duraev I, I prefer not to talk too much about him because he's a very problematic character but he's definitely a very good fighter so um, let's see let's see where history brings him <laughs>
1: if yeah I yeah it's you're gonna have these guys these guys come in and, and smash people in the UFC and if they're good at smashing people in the UFC, that's all that matters, right? I mean, and they don't have any, like, prominent, horrible tattoos.
0: I hope Can't so. Have that. Um, maybe Lukasz Breszki uh, versus Dylan Potter was was a good thing because I think Breszki is a very good heavyweight fighter, and we need good heavyweight fighters because we have about three. Oh, man. So also excited to see what he can do in good, good submission. So yeah, very very good. Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. I have to give props to Dana because that show is very good, despite all its flaws and issues.
1: <laughs> sure, I mean those are the those are the flaws and issues of the UFC itself. It, it, the show uh, yeah. itself is great.
0: You're 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 so right, man. The second second one, MMA Math was very good. This take is very good. You can look. We can look forward to a good show with Luke today. The the, the caffeine hit early. <laughs> <The>
1: caffeine. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got about eight ounces of coffee left. We're doing great,
0: pal. CFFC one hundred. I have to. I have ah. to admit that I got into CFFC very late in the game at CFC ninety nine. I am a CFFC noob, dude. <laughs> they had one hundred events up until now. They brought yeah. up. They brought up people like Kimbo Slice, Al Sterling, Paul, not a dragon, not Irish Felder. They have. You
1: know what? They, yeah. You guys stop. I <laughs> we like Paul. All right, over here. You, you know, know that.
0: Be. You know that Paul Felder now wants to go into, um, what is that? S- uh, sports. Acting. No, no, did. no, no. Sorry. Triathlon. Yeah, triath- Triathlons. Yeah.
1: He's deep in triathlon. Yeah, okay. Good. That's all his Instagram is anymore. I I got to unfollow
0: him. Um, the commentary was done as as usual by John Morgan and CM Punk. I love the the duo of of the both. They are very good at it, and very good. I mean, I'm sure there are better guys to analyze the stuff, better technical guys. But these these two guys just have fun watching it, and I'm that's that's all I need from a commentary booth. It,
1: it yeah, it's okay. So <laughs> you have to watch there's 10 fights and you have to watch five of them to get to anyone that has more than one fight. Correct. Like everyone's debuting. It's okay. If the commentary booth is just excited to be there.
0: That is so, that is so awesome. I I love when people are full of joy.
1: They definitely are too. Punk, punk apparently wrestled the night before and then flew down there to do this. So so it's like, he definitely does not need this job.
0: Look, they have yeah. they, had, they had for the for the 100th event. They had golden gloves, golden MMA gloves. They had a nice walkout yes. ramp. They had a light show, screaming Commemorative. Florida, yeah, screaming Florida people. Yep. Then yeah. l- listen, listen. The main, the, or maybe the main event or the co-main event sponsors. You know, you remember who these were? Uh, no. Angry Elephant Tattoo and Eden Ultra Lounge.
1: Awesome. <laughs> I love it.
0: That that is that is exactly the kind of sponsor you need for your MMA event.
1: I I think so a lot through the night they were doing like this the video montages of like Kimbo Slice fought here. It was his first pro fight. Absolutely. Paul Felder fought Incredible. here. These guys all fought here. This person fought here. If you look at the at like I'm making fun of like the debuting fighters. I'm not making fun of the debuting No, no, no. The other fights. People that have fought before, uh, no one has a losing record in the top five fights.
0: It's so. so good.
1: They are making this effort to be the feeder league of the UFC, but also put on there. These aren't necessarily squash matches. No, you
0: know what I no. mean. Like, I haven't seen. I haven't Andrew, seen a like squash match this, for 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 this for this event.
1: Yeah, I mean it could happen because you've got. 00 versus 00 all down the card on the undercard but like you won't know until you know like Jason Eastman is is 6-3 fighting Andrew Richardson who's 4-0 correct fight, you know so definitely guys that are on the same level record wise
0: let me let me go like, through some some events please i'm ready dave romano versus brandon murphy i have a question Okay. Is, is Brandon Murphy's nickname the muffin man or the Muppet man <laughs> I
1: Did, it does not say on his topology I couldn't tell you could
0: it, it has to be it, it, it doesn't matter actually because if it if it would be both it would be great because I didn't understand quite correctly but if it's muffin man or Muppet man but both is is, is incredible um, and he fought against Dave Flavor Dave Romano Um. look florida people loved it because dave romano dave romano had a a good mullet i think it's a modern take on a mullet and yet that fight was over very quickly ultra hard high kick real leg um high kick to the head romano crumbled like besides the kick hitting his guard and if if a fight card starts like this i mean you you can't wish for more. Brandon, the Muffin Muffin Man, <laughs> was celebrating as like crazy. It's so good.
1: I uh, I I need to just honorably mention Boston accents. Oh, sorry, this is CFFC. I was thinking of yeah. CEDS, but Brandon Murphy is from New England, and it could be anything. The nickname. It's just. It's just makes it so fun. This 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 guy from Connecticut. Headed down to fight the local Tampa, Florida David Romano, and giving the crowd the crowd this whole event just going bonkers. Dude. I mean, why not? Oh, it's so good. You know what else? There was times when like we had wrestle fucking going on, uh-huh. and the crowd was super into yes. it. Yes, like a guy was like a guy was fighting off a wrestler or getting back to his feet, and the crowd was just going bonkers. For am. I These correct? people were happy to be. Am there.
0: I correct that there was no wooing the whole night?
1: I didn't hear a single woo.
0: That is so good. But um, woos
1: are like woos are exciting.
0: I also didn't hear a single boo. No. Look, we had Brandon Lopez against Ratke. I'm not sure if... It, I don't remember the first name. He, he His nickname is Chuck Buffalo. Maybe I heard that wrong, but it would be great. Lopez was walking out, and I think it was a joke CM Punk made, but he said that he was walking out in a Lee Murray penitentiary suit.
1: I mean, he did. I remember that's that's that. So good. He did. He he was making a a. He started making Florida man jokes because Florida it's man, so man commits so felonies good. and goes to prison so often. Good. Lopez uh,
0: face during the fight. Lopez face was starting to transform into shapes we cannot comprehend. It like the, the shapes shapes beyond our comprehension, and yeah, Rodke, um He had. I, I called. I, my note was. The simple left hook. It could be the title of a book. The simple left hook, and he just like really a short, not very hard, but ultra precise, good body mechanics. Left, left, right, and uh, he was double birding the crowd um, after yes. he, after he highlighted Real Lopez with, with, he... his, with his with his simple left hook. So amazing.
1: Because he smashed the Florida man and, and
0: then started flipping off. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> they loved it. Oh, it's fantastic. Dan, Pal Pal. Maybe it's only funny for me. I'm I'm not sure. That's that happens quite often. But you had Paris Artis versus Ferraris Golden. And I was I was thinking like these these have to be the nicknames because you had Paris Artis, like Paris and oh. Arts. And then you had a dude is called Ferrari. And Golden. Are you mm-hmm. these man these names man? We are yeah, called man. Matt. You know what? We are called Matt and Luke. The the fuck yeah. the fuck are we supposed to compete with these names? Barraris Golden Jr. Dude. Dude, I am so pumped. I was I was so pumped about these names already. And then the fight was a banger. Two round mm-hmm. banger incredible performance by both of these guys you had an head and arm choke finish for paris artis are you fucking kidding me how good how good is this going to be if we go on
1: it keeps getting better <laughs>
0: yes because because uh, that was that was like you had you had another fight um which of the of the remaining fights stuck out for you Dude, I it was too long ago. That's (laughs) the problem. Let me let me remind you. Jason Sunshine Eastman. Yes. Versus Andrew the Road Dog Richardson. That was American top team versus Team Alpha Male. Which they actually now Team Alpha. Because of course. Eastman was walking out to a some sort of a gladiator, epic gladiator music, and I was hoping for a second that it was the gladiator theme from the old UFC entrances, but it wasn't.
1: Um, that would be awesome too. Dude, and also, Eastman's been Eastman's been in a lot of these in a lot of these sort of uh other
0: promote, sort of these regional promotions too. Eastman locked up a Bravo joke. Like like it was it was the last thing he would ever do and, and he choked out the road dog. That is a that is a rough tattoo though. I saw it t- during the whole Bravo joke. Eastman has a prey tattoo down his spine, uh, <laughs> like like a poor black battle band, and it's like it's like it's amazing. Uh. Then you had um, the title fight, come Bekov versus Blake. The Honey Badger Smith, so, uh, Honey Badger nickname or team name was big ten years ago, and we're we're going into that th- the whole show. Yeah, because MMA is. MMA is repeating itself every five to ten years. All the same things happen over and over and over again. Like we're in a, we're stuck in a loop, man. Mm-hmm. Was a an upset win they said for Blake Smith, but dude, Blake Smith is a multiple title holder. He in his topology picture he has several belts on, maybe three or four or five or ten. And he was, yeah, he was. Very, very good, and he he beat Bekov For did they did they hand out a commemorative belt as well? Yes, so they. Good.
1: So, it's, it's, good. so this was the CFFC one hundred commemorative belt. That is so uh, awesome. And he won man. that as well as the one
0: hundred and fifty five pound belt. It does not get any better. People all the time talk about oh, there are too many belts. I have no, to cry about too many belts. But dude. Yeah. Okay. Maybe there are too many belts, but there are not too many trinkets and titles handed out. We need more. We need swords. We need shields. We need more trinkets, one-offs goblets. We need it all. One-offs. One-offs. Yep. Yeah. Even yeah. I'm even a fan of the uh, b- bad motherfucker title or whatever that that was called. So please give us. Well, that was
1: this. the dumbest. But yeah, that's it, because yeah. of. The weight class it was at, not because of the.
0: My favorite.
1: You can do do one of those every single weekend on the UFC if you want.
0: I'd be fine with that. My my, my favorite title at the moment might be the CFFC 100 commemorative belt. It's it's incredible. Oh, CFFC, man. It's like, thank you, Angry Elephant Tattoo and Eden Ultra Lounge. It's fun. It, it, it's it fun possible. stuff.
1: <laughs> the uh, the prelims. The prelims. Uh, two amateur fights happened, and then everything was delayed because <laughs> because the Florida Athletic Commission, whoever was supposed to be there, had not shown up yet. Yeah. yeah so they yeah. they had forty five minutes of delays while CM Punk and John Morgan just riffed. And then finally they showed up and they could continue on, uh, a bunch of action. The president sits down with CM Punk and John Morgan and CM Punk just immediately starts giving him shit about how he doesn't need this job. And, uh, and the president telling him that's good. Cause I don't pay you anyway. And then takes this card, this wrestling card out of his pocket, out of his suit jacket and says, here, you got to sign this for your next check. And make CM Punk sign the card, but we know that the prez of CFFC likes cards as much as we do because that card of CM Punk wrestling, yes, it was in a sleeve. He had to take it out of a sleeve before he handed it to him. Absolutely so nice amazing! Watch
0: watch show. CFFC one hundred, um, and you can die happily. Um yep. also a bit a bit about dying was Bellator two sixty six. <laughs> please please read us your. Ode to Phil Davis and your ode to Yoel Romero.
1: Uh what did I say? Let me find it. It's uh, Yoel. First, he Yoel went in and fought another Yoel non-fought non-fight. Yes, but sadly, unlike unlike Izzy, Mister Wonderful has takedowns. Yes, <laughs> and Mister Mister Wonderful is not a counter striker. It was (laughs) I the whole the whole post the fight itself was intriguing to me in in a very similar way, but and you never would think I'd say this, but Mr. Wonderful made it more entertaining because he's not a counter striker. Yol at two hundred five is nowhere near as intimidating and i don't know if it's because he just looks like a normal sized man and not some sort of statue uh but at 185 he he looked just ridiculous compared to his opponents most of the time
0: look i mean it could be that he's is the 205 it could be that he's 44 be, years old it, it could he's 44 be 44 years old it could be that he was in Thousands of fights. We don't know.
1: It what, could be that he's a maniac.
0: What we don't do know, what we do know, though, that maybe Yoel Romero's best days are, are behind him in the indie cage. Because I I like the the guy as a as a character and as a as an entertainer, and I loved him as a fighter when he still was going out there. But he's he's woodling it at the moment.
1: He is well. He will. He has not changed his approach. To no, not. standing there doing weird things with his arms and getting hit. Yes, and taken down. Yes,
0: Phil. Uh, Phil. Phil hasn't. Just Phil free. hasn't either. <laughs> Phil. Phil hasn't either. But Phil's approach works. Yes. It. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: And it might it might not always be very entertaining, but this fight it was because it was Yoel Romero and you would have expected something a little different and you got Phil doing his thing, taking a guy down, getting the win.
0: I am I, I am a and, fan of, of Phil Davis. And I'm not sure I why. Am too. Because every time he fights, it's these are not good fights he's in. These are They're not great. They are they are like can't even comprehend he's he's very good at what he does and he doesn't take that much damage and but it's just, okay it's just you know that, what it
1: is yeah no it's that <laughs> it's that the opponent makes it interesting because phil is going to do the same thing and if it's phil davis versus ryan bader i'm way less interested than phil davis versus Yoel
0: romero i mean has has phil davis ever done anything new no, during, during his whole And fight like I it.
1: didn't and I didn't care to watch his fights back in the U like I remember him in the UFC and I was like not that into his fights at all. And I was like, why am I watching this? It's so boring.
0: Also, I mean look, it's it's also a botch job by by Bellator once again and the worst promoter in the world, Scott Coker. We he- we haven't heard anything during the whole week about Joel Romero or about Phil Davis. Why would you it's, even care to watch this, this fucking Bellator if you're not a complete moron like we are?
1: If you are the hardest of hardcore fans, perhaps even more hardcore than that, you watched this whole fight. Why would you Because, I mean, yeah. because you wanna see <laughs> how Yoel Romero looks at two oh five, like me.
0: <laughs> I was I was slightly interested interested in um in Neiman Gracie versus Lemminger, but I mean I was quite, <laughs> I have thoughts. Yeah, but please, please give me your thoughts on Neiman Gracie versus Mark Lemming. We, I, before before we go, though,
1: mm-hmm. Phil may have retired, maybe, but without saying he retired. Everybody he thanked said everyone it Everyone and his parents. Yeah. Everyone said it, but Phil Davis. Yeah. And. <laughs> and Jaron Vilel is as bad at scoring a fight as he is at refing and keeping a job.
0: He keeps a job. This
1: this Just, fucking guy.
0: To tell the people, for to tell the people what he what he did.
1: Jaron Villal lost his Cushy government job in Canada because he traveled to the United States during a pandemic and a border closure to ref a fight. And somehow thought that he would do this without anyone noticing, even though the fight was on nationally and globally televised TV. Uh, for the UFC. Which at, at which point his boss or whoever said, What the fuck are you doing? And he got fired. So there now he's a now he's a now he's a judge.
0: <laughs> there are there are threats on the Sherdock Forum from 2015 and earlier where people talk about what an what a shitty ref, judge, whatever Valel is, and he's it's 2021 now he's still judging and refing, so and he
1: gave the fight to Yo.
0: Yeah, it's like it's insane.
1: What did you see Jaren?
0: I have no clue. Was
1: he's, it maybe was the he mafia was guy. he effect was his was his uh was his weird arm movements to block punches uh effective offense is
0: that what that was? Look, maybe he saw a mafia guy before the fight.
1: Sure Jaren listens to our show Jaren retire from judging.
0: Jared. I can I please. can give you I can give you some pointers. I am the best ref in the game, and I can I can help you with your with your refering and with your judging as well.
1: And stay away from my dear dear Alaska fighting championship. Yeah, please, please st- don't hire him. Alaska fighting,
0: Alaska Alaska fighting is listening too. So don't don't do it.
1: Okay, pal. Let's move. Neiman, on. yeah, Neiman. Neiman striking for the win. Uh-huh. Gracies are back.
0: Uh huh. That's all I know. It's correct. He TKO'd, him. Okay. he TKO'd the other TKO'd. guy. I would have been he more interested in if, he get, if he got a name, but I think Bellator is struggling to get names. So, uh, Honorable mention, mm-hmm.
1: Deanna Bennett getting the decision over. Alejandro Lara, mm-hmm. the most hardcore of hardcore MMA fans. Midnight and I did a deep dive. In the, into the Googles to figure out what the flag behind Lara was because she was singing and dancing as she entered the cage. She was not singing and dancing as she left the first <laughs> round, though, because she got her ass kicked.
0: <laughs> yeah, shout-outs to Midnight. That that Canadian woman is insane how much MMA she watches. I, I, I You can't comprehend how much... More I, MMA than is humanly possible it's, to consume. It's not possible. I don't know how she stays sane Fantastic. Fight UFC fight night, Mr. Span versus Mr. Smith happened. Tell me about tell me about some fights that stood out to you, Lucas. Good sir. Uh first fight on the
1: card. Fellow Vermonter. Yeah. Uh woman with ridiculous uh ridiculous uh strength and conditioning. Yes. <laughs> she has a good Live bar. laugh love tattoo, 24K. 24K. Hannah Goldie. Mm-hmm. Hannah Goldschmidt.
0: Yeah, is she called Goldschmidt?
1: It was on her shorts this fight.
0: Better better name uh, than Goldie.
1: I like it. Uh I am a I'm a Gold from way back when off the boats. Made me it made me laugh to think of a, a Gold Schmidt as well from Vermont um, Hannah Hannah was was getting it was getting uh, taken apart a little bit yeah yeah she did and it was and was on the ground on her back and Emily Whitmire was dropping was dropping some shots and I thought to myself for just just a second I said she's really leaving her arm extended after she throws like that.
0: Yeah, I mean that is that was actually with Meyer did a good job, and she was she was actually standing up and and like leg kicking uh, Hannah, which which she mm-hmm. was she was posturing on the ground, but then she just sat into the perfect position <laughs> for she did for Hannah Goldie to set up uh, for, to set up the armbar, which which it was slick, but it remembered me of of. Um, Oh damn! I, I forgot the name. Uh, how would you fall down in order to get down? Yeah, Mackenzie Dern.
1: Dern, my fa- our favorite. Uh, <laughs> take myself down to get you to jump in my guard. Yeah, but it, it, Mackenzie Dern. Uh, incredible. Like I, I thought. It, I thought so. As we start with our submission armbar by Hannah Goldie in the first round and we go through the first 5 6 10 fights or whatever on this 15 fight card or however many there are these just kept being bangers mm-hmm. i kept i kept being entertained absolutely and i don't know if it was me deciding that i would view all of these as contender series fights and everyone is fighting for a contract <laughs> or if it was just that if it was just that entertaining it For was very what?
0: Good. It, We have to speed it up a bit because we're we're losing ourselves in this in this one fight. But it, it was a very good fight. You had uh, Emily Withmeyer with with about three minutes of control over Hannah Goldie, and then just mm-hmm. deciding to sitting in her in a perfect position to be armbarred. Yeah, I have to point out another fight because uh, I'm a homer. <coughs> we had the <laughs> we had the long-awaited debut of Mandy the Monster Boom. Yes, uh, Boom Boom uh, was a was <laughs> a seven 0 fighter out of Germany, um, the the country above my country on the card. Um, she has a famous corner, Daniel Weichel, a, a true legend and veteran of the game. Now now with Bellator, I think. Um, but she did a bit. This she did. She disappointed me in her in her debut, and. It, it maybe it was a disappointment by Mandy's performance, but also I think we got something back. We got the Queen of Violence back. We got mm-hmm. Ariane Lipsky back how we know her from KSW. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Lipsky was basically piecing up um, you c- you can argue about 10-8 rounds there. I don't think there was one. Um you had near finishes for Lipsky. Uh, Boom! Yeah, not really, not much to offer. Maybe it's it's a first fight thing. I hope they I hope they bring her back. I have seen better fights of of Mandy, and she needs to be more active. That's that certainly w- would help her. But yeah, Arian Lipsky was just running over her. This is uh, I I uh, round round two
1: knockdowns, uh, getting absolutely worked. Going into the third, I just wrote down that jet lag is real. Maybe, maybe as well. I, and I really think it is. Like, I want anybody in Europe or Asia to just come to the USA two months early. early but it's hard to afford that, and it's hard to find a place to train.
0: Basically, so, basically, Aryan Lipsky was doubling up all the stats on on Mandy Boom. She was doubling the total strikes, doubling the significant strikes. Had about five minutes of control. It's yeah, yeah it was it was a run over. Um, yeah. We have to go into
1: can the Mongolian I... fence grabber.
0: <laughs> the Mongolian fan, Arman Tsarukian, or who are you calling?
1: Halil Halil Alatang. Alatang. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Formerly formerly known as the Mongolian murderer, mm-hmm. now going the by grabber. the Mongolian knight, we can call him the Mongolian fence grabber. A a and draw. Twenty-eight.
0: Twenty-eight draw. <laughs>
1: Was it was it Keith that took a point? It was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: no nonsense. No, it's good. That's uh, that's, that's okay.
1: <laughs> have, it was fantastic. You have to take a point there. It was great. It was great <laughs> stuff. Uh, and I immediately started screaming in the chat for people to bet the draw. And uh, I hope some people did because it's uh, it was it was almost a given. Nothing is ever certain, but man, uh, it was great. Great fun to watch and and made me laugh maniacally.
0: Uh, other, another fight that stood out was for me was Carlson, Carlson Harris against Impa Kasanganai. Kasanganai is now famous for getting spinning back kicked by Joaquin Buckley. Uh, she, he won his last fight, but but um, now Harris was too much for Kasanganai. Uh, hooks were landing. For, Harris had a, a strange style of, of throwing his hooks. He basically had his elbows pointing downwards. And he was wailing at at um Kasanganai and Kasanganai was was getting dropped down. Did you think that was an early stoppage? No.
1: No, I didn't I didn't think anything on this card was early.
0: Yeah, me me neither. But people were people were telling me that it was an early stoppage. I don't think nah, so. Kasanganai no, was I getting think. dropped and he he hadn't much to our friends. So yeah.
1: <laughs> no, wait, is this the one where Hold on, let me check my notes. I'm thinking this is the one Yeah, so Impa may have thought this was an early stoppage, but Impa also thought putting his forehead on the floor was intelligent defense. Yes. So no, <laughs> I don't think it was early.
0: Uh you had oh, auto. Yeah. Oh dude, dude,
1: yeah, yeah. uh in his post fight, Carl Carlston uh Luta Livre shout out. This dude went crazy in his post fight. Nice. It was great. I love, I love awesome. me some Carlston Harris. I trained Luta Livre. <laughs> of
0: course. Of course. <laughs> Awesome stuff! Uh, shout out to Arman Tsarukian, who is I I am officially now calling Arman sarukian a problem. He was he was the biggest fa- favorite on the card, uh, minus eight hundred or something like that. In some of his oh. fights, it seems that he la- he's lacking finishing power. Uh, not not in this fight though, man. It that that was a super nice sequence of a left high kick, followed up by by some left hooks that floored Giagos, and she, she just he just banged him out. Awesome Look, G-
1: Giagos was there to get smashed. Yes, but, but you
0: have to smash him. That's that's the yes, you think. have
1: to smash him, and then Sarukian gets in this, gets in, gets on the mic, and says the quiet part out loud. He says, qu- "I'll quote him, Sh- Shelby. Tell me, I must finish if I want to move up." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Broke K. <kayfabe. laughs> the
1: UFC is creating contender series fights at the top <laughs> of their cards on Friday's. Yeah, but watch out.
0: Just, just, just remember the name Arman Sarukian that dude, that dude is that oh is absolutely incredibly good lightweight um, is so good that was fantastic let's talk about Ion Kutelaba versus Devin Clark let's Devin Clark's Devin dad, Clark Devin Clark's Devin... dad is into Joe into the coaching man is he, oh, he loves God. to coach man okay you heard his dad all the time it was amazing <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, we have now. We we now have a gym. Devin Clark is is training at the same gym like Tony Smith. I'm calling them the Teeth Gym now.
1: Oh, nah, yeah,
0: fuck. <laughs> it's like that. That that was gruesome.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, there is something. There is something like really kind of primal about. Dental damage like that like because it's sort of like in your face correct <laughs> and, and and you you like having had dental stuff you almost like you you like it really freaks me out man <laughs> I know like for this dude to take that damage in the first round and go back out and fight more. Fight another two rounds or mm-hmm. something. I yeah. I cannot I can't fathom.
0: Yeah, we learned two things in this fight. The the first thing is that Ion Kutelaba, if he wants to, he can fight. He's not just a clown. So in, in some of his fights he's just clowning and he's just he's just funny. Yeah. To his detriment. He's a madman. He's but, a madman. But now, this fight, he really showed us that he is able to fight. And what we learned also is that, dude, something in this gym, Devin Clark took some abuse. Mm-hmm. And maybe he didn't feel the teeth. He, he, should, he surely feels it now. You have to see it for yourself. The, the damage that guy took... Oh, um, ah. Look, there was about nine minutes of control time for Kutelaba, which is insane. Um. And it is, he it had, is he had,
1: car crash. It is car crash level carnage absolutely. on that dude's
0: face. Eight minutes, eight minutes, sorry, eight takedowns. Like it's insane. How could run over Devin Clark? It's a, it's a, it's a good fight to watch <laughs> just for seeing that Ian Kutelava has some hope left.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he can like not be an
0: insane person. Yeah, definitely. It's, I hope he can somehow keep it together, but not too much. Like it was a good fight.
1: Well, I mean, the, one of the main reasons I watch him is because he's such a bonkers individual, right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> so, sprinkling salt on Devin Clark at the weigh-in was like low key
0: for him. It's like that's that's so good. Um. Yeah. Look. Then we had the main event. Anthony Smith. I, I didn't realize. I know that he had a lot of fights. Guess guess without looking, how many fights has Anthony Smith had in his career?
1: I think it's like forty something.
0: Fifty-one.
1: Yeah, it's fifty. It was fifty going into this fight.
0: Yep. That is look, that dude was also he he got also run over by some of his previous opponents.
1: He got run over by Span. He
0: got run over by didn't. Span. Yeah. <laughs> Until he didn't. <laughs> Correct. Um, I got thoughts, man. Give me, give me your thoughts on, on Tony Smith versus Ryan Span. Ban
1: need this dude right in the face against
0: the cage, mm-hmm.
1: and he just he just does not give a fuck anymore. Nope, got right up, got got back into the stand up, and just check hooked Spann straight to hell.
0: Anthony Smith. He is fucking over it. He is fucking over it. He man. told us as much in the post-fight presser. He, said, he acted like
1: he was as he stood over Span's body and yelled at him for five minutes.
0: After after he beat <laughs> him down. After he rear naked choked him in the fi- <laughs> fucking awesome. Like Ryan Span is a huge ass dude. Like he looked he looked like a weight loss above Smith, which. Smith fought at 185 uh, before, I think. Now he's at 205. Mm-hmm. Span could easily be a heavyweight. That dude is huge, and Smith just—he just ran over him as well.
1: And in the post-fight in the cage, Smith told, says, told "People him always, people always say I suck and I'm gonna lose and blah 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 blah, blah. And I, and I think to myself. Damn, I do always say he sucks and he's going to lose. I feel like a jerk because this <laughs> fired-up Smith, I like this Smith.
0: I never said this he sucks, but, but I also thought that after he w- he was getting run out of town by by John Jones, basically, and lost some of his fights in, in, where he wasn't quite there, I thought that, that it might be over for Smith. If you look at 50 fights plus, you can think that. But this performance against Ryan Spann. Ryan Spann is not the best fighter in the world. Oh but, my God! It was so bad. But Smith was like he was on fire, and
1: yeah. yeah, that's fair. I don't say he sucks either, but I did always say he's gonna lose after he got the chiclets knocked out of his face by Glover Te- yeah, Teixeira as well. And that that was the one for me where where he got he started getting his teeth knocked out. Yeah, that dental damage, man.
0: In the um, fight presser, he he repeatedly told that people say <laughs> I just beat the old dudes. Now I beat, and that's not good enough. Now I beat all the young dudes, and that doesn't seem good enough. And I am owed respect, and I am fucking over it. Like he said it about three or four times. It was awesome. Fucking
1: fantastic.
0: Also, one reporter asked him about his favorite pizza topping: (laughs) it's pepperoni. Fantastic. I love it. Pepperoni with ranch. This
1: dude if he puts ranch directly on the pizza that's very problematic. But if he wants to dip <laughs> pepperoni pizza in ranch, that's fine, I do that. That's very good. I, stuff. I Listen. Know,
0: I wouldn't know anything about it. He said that's Nebraska style. One,
1: two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. In his last ten wins, all ten have been stoppages. Very including excite. Gus, including friend of the show Vulcan Ozdemir, Rua, Evans, Hector Lombard. The list goes on and on. The people that beat him are good goddamn fighters. John Jones, Glover, Alexander Rakich. Very, this dude is owed excite. way more respect than I give him. I stand corrected. I'm sorry, Anthony Smith. Please stay angry, Lo. Yeah. Please. If I have oh, to yeah.
0: disrespect you. To get you to stay angry, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. We we need him, we need him angry. We need we need him happy to do it. We need this angry incarnation of, of him. It was so good. <laughs> also, also to, to finish up UFC um fight night here, Tony Smith needs to get back in the booth. He's a good commentator as well. But he also yeah. said he also said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am I'm Mr. Nice Guy and educated and intelligent in the booth. I won't be that for you in the cage anymore. <laughs> Good. So he's you know what he is? He's fucking over it. Correct, man. <laughs> he's so over it, man. Fucking over
1: yeah. it. Yeah. He's fucking over it. You know what? I'll tell him right now, Anthony, if you're listening to this, I picked Jimmy Crute. <sighs> How do you feel? I picked Ryan Span, Anthony. How do you feel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, provoke him. How angry are you for your next fight? I would like to see you fight in December,
0: sir. Please stay angry. He sure he sure will do that. That's that's about, that's about it for the for the um, happenings in in the MMA cards and in, in the actual fights. Let's let's look some stuff for the end of the show.
1: Uh, honorable mention <laughs> to Ukrainian promotion something 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 Fighting Night Storm something something in in Ukrainian language I can't read Midnight linked me. Thank you, Midnight. I look I opened the YouTube stream and who do I see uh I see some blondes in the audience the camera lingered on for quite a while for the thirst squad and then it's cuts to Mark Goddard refing in you in the Ukraine
0: why Matt yeah, why is Goddard refing in the Ukraine and not in the UFC for the conspiracy theorists amongst you just start a huge cork board Uh, you have one uh, post-it where iMMAF stands on then you have one post-it with Mark Goddard you have one post-it with Brave and you have one poster with the youth championships where the Ukraine is very good how many miles of yarn do I need then you start connecting dots man (laughs) it's up to you it's up to you just saying. Do your research. Look into it. <laughs> um, while we're at conspiracy theories, and while we're at the topic of, like, I I have been watching MMA for a long ass time, man. <laughs> it's like it's like twenty years plus, and I see the pattern now clearly. MMA. And fandom and MMA ideas are repeating itself over and over again. It's like in a simulation. It's it's getting boring, man. Because you know what uh, got back this week? Like announced, like it was the next the next big. No, thing. no, not even le-
1: not even announced. Leaked. leaked, leaked to Ariel, like a goddamn Washington D.C. politician. Like, leaked to the media.
0: Like it was announced or leaked. Like it was the the the, the best thing, uh, like. Sliced bread, squared. MMA leagues are back now. We had actually we had two. We had the uh, the most generic ass generic logo you ever seen. The World Fighting League, which supposedly has huge backers behind them. And uh, did did you hear the the first team league? No, they're gonna do teams again. Of course. World Fighting League. One team will be the Montreal no. the Montreal Storm, I think. And you know who they're rumoring as the coaches? Well, it's gotta
1: be for uh, uh TriStar.
0: GSP. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. But really it'll be for us. But I mean, you know yeah, yeah. G- we'll put GSP's name yeah, on yeah. it for some for some clout. Like the season sensei. We're um, gonna we're gonna clout we're gonna clout chase like a YouTube uh, for
0: yeah, I think they said Patrick Cote as well. So you have the World Fighting League with the Montreal Storm. They need they just Dude, nothing, need the
1: says, nothing says clout like Patrick Cote. Yeah, look, they need the rap now.
0: Hey hey, hey. Patrick Cote was in the War of 04 against Titor. Patrick Kingsman. Cote is a good fighter. The War of 04, Just saying.
1: Um What does this even mean? What do you how do you have how... look, they need a rap. I cared I cared because they said we will split revenue 50-50 with the fighters. That's just propaganda. But maybe that means we will give 99% of the revenue to the main eventer and the star and we will give the other 1% to everyone else.
0: It's just propaganda. And it while they, they announced this with huge backers and will revolution revolutionize the game like, like the Yama Pit did once before, Not announced, leaked by our favorite journalist, Ariel. Yeah, Brave though announced their thing. Brave, the Bahrain promotion, Bahrain backed promotion. They announced Mm -hmm. Brave National Leagues, and they said they will model themselves after FIFA.
1: Are you pumped? What does that mean? No American knows what that means. Just like it's
0: just like football clubs, soccer clubs.
1: And if you do okay, so if I if you do bad enough, you get sent to a lesser league, right? Who the fuck knows, man? I, I don't know how it works. I don't watch team sports. You know why? Because I like MMA. So why are we making teams? I just want to watch
0: fights, man. Leave me alone. Me with your, too, man. Leave me alone with your blown up structures. Put 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 some stuff into the shows like CFFC does. Speaking of
1: blown up structures, have you looked at Bellator's bracket lately? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't
0: care less about Bellator brackets. I think, <laughs> I think I made that clear. And now all of you haters know why. <laughs> Their you, bracket is blown up. <laughs> you know you who you are, you fox. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bellator brackets. is It's the best. I'm so excited about it. Now I go back and ask you, fox, all the time. Okay, what about the Bellator tournament? And none of you know, as I, I, like none of you know. It started dumb and it only
1: got dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is is Brave FC, the promotion that was doing the fights outside in front of the
0: ancient fort. Put your put Brave FC. If it, if I didn't say it before, put Brave FC and the Brave National Leagues on your conspiracy car, uh, cork board, right beside IMMAF, start Connected dots, <laughs> man. IMF with their national teams, brave national leagues. See, I would like you see. I would like I'm to make thinking? something
1: clear for our listeners. Prior to the show, you told me to not, not to get too political.
0: God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm always telling people what to do, and I I don't do it. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, you know why? I'm the boss. Correct. Tell us for the Thank for the you. last for the last thing to. for the last thing in the show. Tell me about your YouTuber streamer career and UFC or MMA trading cards. Um. Well,
1: I rearranged the office. Yes, I stretched. Did. I stretched USB cables all over the place so I could connect to the uh, video card p- desktop PC, so that I can record video, so that maybe I can record some card opening stuff and dear, then, people, uh,
0: dear people that is not a joke that dude really really rearranged I, his office
1: i did all this <clears throat> and then i was i was uh i was critiqued i was criticized for my generic fucking table mm-hmm. and i did nothing to change it because fuck you pal my table's awesome
0: i've seen some american tables in my life <laughs> and the wood you guys have mostly on these tables it's it's generic it's boring it's it screams 80s you have to this step wood up is straight
1: game. from central europe you have only yourself to blame you you need you need to step your table game up man but uh but yeah we got we got some uh some K1 kickboxing
0: cards from 1997 and we'll start opening them and it will be streamed correct
1: well, it'll at least be like put on YouTube or something. I don't think <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stream it live. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, no. But uh, like, we, we, you'll put it on YouTube and you can watch Luke and, and myself maybe um, react to his rips of card packs, which is the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever done in my life. And I have done some dumb things, but I will do it.
1: It will be fun. Yes. So what is what is more fun than dumb stuff? Nothing. <laughs> You're right. This
0: was MMA Love, Love from America. Please, the dumber the better. Thank you, Bellator. <laughs> please, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, ask us questions, send us emails, send us sponsorship opportunities, send us money. This thing is fucking yeah. expensive to do. I pay a lot yes. to do this bullshit. <laughs> please, please pay Matt. Yeah, pay me to please. do it. Please, I need it. I, I, I won't open an OnlyFans though. Won't do it.
1: Oh, I was going to ask you if you were going to do that for uh, for for Ryzen debut, like a Ryzen debut OnlyFans. Because we
0: haven't even gotten into Rise debut fight series five, and we haven't gotten into one FC announcing Rod Tang versus DJ in a mixed rules fight. But we have no time left, man.
1: You also didn't mention Jake Paul enough this episode. <laughs> God
0: damn it! We need Ma- to fix our SEO, pal. He he uh, he called out Masvidal and Diaz. So what? What he what called out
1: you- Derek Brunson
0: as well. I mean, he yeah, called out, he called out everyone. Called out Dana, So basically. You'll find some sort of a YouTube link maybe to the card opening and uh, you'll find us next week. A bit later because next Sunday is right, debut Fight Series 2, the biggest MMA, amateur MMA event maybe in the greater Switzerland region ever. Uh, at the moment we're at 28 or 27 fights. So if you're from the region, um, come by. You need a certificate, yeah. though. Don't don't hate. Get your tests. Yes. Be safe. And uh, up until so next week, the podcast will will launch a bit later, but it will.
1: Yeah, we'll do we'll do it like we'll get a we'll get a full rise recap Monday or Tuesday or something.
0: Have a wonderful week. Up until then, bye bye. See you, pal. Thanks. This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island. Shut your mouth (laughs) with
1: my fist.